0: Welcome to another episode of More Than Dice. I'm Gonzo. I'm John.
1: I'm
0: Kathy. Welcome to episode 182. Today we're going to be talking about what you look for in your video games, your role-playing games, your miniature games, stuff like that. Because we're going to be going over that topic because it's actually become pretty relevant now after a few things that i've seen online but before we do all that let's get through the business of everything uh we are a creature creator you will see us paint creature caster models on here from time to time uh we also want to thank uh metalhead minis lynn Stahl, amazing lady um she hosts a few of our things that we sell for the podcast dice widgets uh other encoutrements uh yeah
1: <laughs> Accoutrement. <laughs>
0: And uh, Tectonic Christ Studios, Dan the Man, we want to thank him. Uh, He has some new stuff coming out. Uh, We should be seeing that sometime soon, hopefully. If anything, you'll be seeing that Warfare Weekend. Uh, We also want to thank Muse on Minis for hosting us and providing a place for us to help distribute out all of our audio. Um, By the way, if you would like to watch us, you can find us on Twitch uh, Sunday, or you can find all the episodes on YouTube also. Uh, where you can also find our not only the podcast but our RPGs, uh, John's MechWarrior online stuff, and soon, John, you're gonna be doing uh, minis and movies again.
2: Theoretically, we'll see how time allows. I mean,
1: fingers crossed, minis and movies.
2: Yeah, only so many hours in a day. <laughs> You'll be surprised to hear that it's the movies part that becomes a problem. I know I have nothing for the for the media
1: section today. <laughs> I don't either. I've already talked about the two shows that I watched and nothing's changed. So <laughs> yeah. I watched a couple more episodes of uh, Robin, Robin Hood. Robin. Yeah.
0: Robin, I'm which yeah.
1: you'll be talking about later. Yeah. So. So. So, you go.
0: so, John, what are you drinking right now? Nothing. What are you going to be drinking?
2: What am I going to be drinking? (laughs) Oh, well, that's a different question. Uh, Well, you know, uh, in reverse order, I'll have a little bit of my Dr. McGillicuddy's apple pie liqueur from time to time. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then, you know, I also have some propelled strawberry lemonade water. But my main drink is actually a dark and stormy, which, if you're not keeping track at home, is basically a mule just with kraken instead of the, you know... Vodka or whatever. Kathy, what are you drinking?
1: I am drinking uh, gin and ginger ale today.
2: Oh, gin and ginger ale.
1: Mm-hmm. Of tonic water and gin and ginger ale is a good combination.
2: I bet it's better with ginger beer.
1: I don't have ginger beer, though.
2: You don't keep ginger beer in your house? No. The only thing
1: it. I would, the only thing I would drink it with is is uh, gin. So I
2: don't know. I like ginger beer a lot better than I like ginger ale. Just even for straight drinking.
1: I don't drink it straight. Oh well, there Anyways. you go. Anyways, In fact, it, uh, I had two Coke Zeroes yesterday, and afterwards, like later on, my mouth just felt dry. Like I had dry mouth or something from it. I don't like and Coke was,
2: Zero. I don't like any was of the weird. zeros. i I can tell them. If you drown them in alcohol, I can still tell, and that's a bad thing.
1: I don't get that sense, Um, but then I don't drink sugary beverages at all, so you know it it doesn't really matter to me, but having two of them and then having that sort of dry mouth feeling afterwards, no matter how much water I was drinking after that, I don't want to repeat that again.
2: No, you should probably have water next time.
1: Yeah. Or coffee. Coffee doesn't do that to me. Mm.
2: Gonzo, what are you drinking?
0: Um, I went back on a good old favorite, uh, Maker's Mark. Uh, that's what I'm going to mm. be drinking tonight. Um, With that, also, we do have a shout-out. John, you did post someone.
2: Ugh, anything Zero is terrible. I can tell. <laughs> I made the mistake of getting Dr. Pepper Zero or whatever their version is. And I mix it with Kraken, I could tell. So I put more Kraken in, and I could still fucking tell. So you know that is a problem. Yes, I did. Uh, I just saw it come up in my feed uh, today uh, that uh, Steve Perrin, who most of you probably don't know. I mean, it's the only opinion that matters to me, but it ain't mine. Uh, <laughs> passed. He is, he is really a ro- one of the role-playing giants, He's involved in so many things, RuneQuest, a bunch of Chaosium stuff. Even I think he's even done some artwork and stuff I've seen on stuff from here to here. He did Super World and all. He was really one of those unheard big deals in a role-playing thing, and he just uh, just passed. So
0: I didn't see or know of anything else besides that one, uh, and I didn't even know about it. I didn't even know the the gentleman's name. I know. The stuff that he he's done, but didn't didn't know the name at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was about it. Um, guys, make sure that you're still wearing your mask. Get vaccinated if you haven't gotten vaccinated. Um, look out for each other. Make sure that you are doing what you can to help stop this and be safe. Please be safe. Um, cheers. Cheers.
1: Cheers.
0: as is mine I am going to switch over to the cam because I want to work on my Colossus, my Gargantuan I should say before while we're doing this so I'm going to switch over to the paint cam it's all dark over there oh hold on (laughs) fix that before I get yelled at <clears throat> oh, I did uh, finish one of the um, the larger mechs. John, if you could see. Uh, it's, uh, for heavy gear. These are like the commander's non-troop. So about the same size they do. They got thick legs. Now, the rotating... These feet right here and everything... This is just based off the actual. They are
1: thick. Yeah,
0: the uh, the legs are different on this faction because this faction is like the speed faction. So you
1: know what the legs make me think of is more like a Gundam. Yeah,
0: they're pretty those, thick. Those proportions are really. Mm, mm. So I'm gonna see if I, can I get uh, when I, I, I have stick, Nick with, on.
2: Stick with. I am not a fan. I'll, I'll leave it at that not
0: a fan uh well when we have nick on eventually um i'll make sure and get pictures and stuff of the models he has so we can do a compare uh definitely between you know my models his models and like the mech warrior but i mean the the command size they're about the same size just chunkier
1: we suggest they need thick legs for the shoulder cannon that's that's that for stability sure
2: if I'm to be blunt, the shoulder cannon is actually probably the worst part of the fucking thing.
0: I put it there. You can put it anywhere you want. It actually has another gun that goes right here and then like something here. I haven't decided how I want to outfit him yet. I just also, I it, have...
2: looks, like the, it also looks like the head missing. The head would probably make it look a little better.
0: Yeah, the head goes. Yeah, yeah. The head is missing. The head goes right there. Right in the middle of the shoulders. Yeah. There's a little divot you can see. So, so I wanted to work on this model while we are talking. I want to get some glue on him. I'm gonna scoot all my little bits. I got also a little bit of shaving <laughs> to do for some lines, but I wanted to get some of the stuff done on him and get. You don't. Have, you don't have a separate brush for that. This is that one?
1: your dry brushing brush?
0: I don't like this one. This is a, not my typical dry brushing. One. Okay, I don't if like it's not this one you
2: normally use. Then yeah, uh, objections no.
0: retracted. Yeah, no, I don't I don't like that dry brush. I like the big old tank dry brush.
1: Oh, yeah. Those, the, the great big giant round yeah. brush. They, oh, yeah. That's way better than a flat. Yeah. No question.
2: Yeah. Ah, that brush hurts my soul every time I see it. Yeah, it does. <laughs> that's a tragedy right there. Uh, it's, so, tragedy. it's so
1: beyond everything. I would have to just soak it in rubbing alcohol for, you know, a few years. hours, and then just sort of massage the bristles until all that paint just, you know, all that dried paint just went away because you can do that, Gonzo, if you if you ever care to and and clear away most of that dried paint.
2: Then beg it for forgiveness. Yeah. Then beg it for forgiveness. And it forgiveness. won't be
1: perfect afterwards, but it will be much better than what it is right now.
2: I'll be honest. Every time I go to the... To... Game store. I just buy a couple more cheap army painter brushes of certain sizes because that I use all the time. Eventually, I'll start checking to see if the uh, Windsor Newton or Raphael or whatever are worth getting in quantity. If they last long enough to be worth the price difference. I don't I think have, I'm quite there yet. I, have some I Windsor hear Newton. good things
1: about uh, Rosemary and Company and, and Raphael are the two sable brushes I hear the most about, but apparently... Rosemary and Company, you can't get here in the U.S. because of uh, something about importing sable.
2: Yep, that's what, um, Windsor Newton had that problem too.
1: Well, their quality, I have heard from other people, has declined a bit. I don't know if that's actually true. I don't know because I don't often paint with sable brushes. So, And every time I do, it ruins whatever I'm working on usually because I'm used to using synthetic brushes and the bristles, the way they hold the paint and the way they move the paint around is very different. And because I'm used to what I can do with synthetic brushes, anytime I try to use my sable brushes, I end up messing things up. So which then I remember it's, that, and I put them aside, and then I never learned how to use them properly.
2: It, it's a good note to everyone. If you're used to certain brushes, don't just change because it was supposed to be better. Be aware you're going to have to get used to the change because you've got memory based on how that exact thing works, which is why yeah. I currently buy the same damn brushes every time. Yep,
1: <laughs> absolutely correct. I,
2: I knew a guy who could uh, paint an entire army with a GW starter brush. Just, just could, Just everything with a starter brush detail, dry brushing, everything with just UW starter brush.
1: Most of everything I've done for like 20 years has been with synthetics. And it's only in the last year that I've even painted anything with with sables. So yeah, there's definitely, if you didn't start out with sables and you're used to, I feel like I can paint passively well with synthetics, so you know. At this point, I wonder why should I change?
2: <laughs> well, to be honest, passively well is not ever a descriptor I use for your painting. <laughs> uh, so I have one Winsor Newton brush I've had for years. It's still good. It's still got a pretty good tip. So, you know, but I only break it out when I really, really mean business and I really, really need to get that one thing right because it holds its point so well. Anyways, uh, Bowie. It looks like one of the new Infernal Colossal Horrors because it is, yes. So it there is. you go.
0: Um, topic. 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 So Okay, so uh, I'm going to show this real quick, just a second. I um, did an order, and they had this game on sale, and I had been wanting to get it because uh, Kathy, uh, we did, it was shown at Gen Con, and someone said something about it, and so I picked up a copy of Overlight. Um, very thick book, by the way. I mean, huge. Um, I wish you told me
2: I could have gotten it from the creators. Well, George is my boy.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I don't mind supporting. Um, I mean,
2: no, no. I mean, could have I could have gotten one from them directly at no point. I purchased it obviously, but oh, yeah.
0: but uh, um, I saw it there. It was on sale, and it it, it I was like, oh, the shipping the, that calculated up to free shipping. So you know, so on and so forth. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I'd seen it before, and we had talked about it. Uh, Someone had mentioned it a while back. And so I started reading it yesterday because I had a little bit of free time. Puppy was asleep, and everything was calm in the house, so I decided to read it. And it got to be on the topic of... One of the reasons why we're having the topic is because of the book. And I see a lot of people going, Hey, I'm leaving 40K. Hey, I'm leaving this. Hey, I'm leaving that. Um tell me about this game you know so on and so forth i was like okay that'll be a cool topic for us to uh to uh cover being that you know everybody's starting to get back into the store or start doing things and i figured we could talk about what makes you want to play what do you look for in certain games and so like one of the things i think uh is important is a lot all of us play miniature games so we can start there and just hit some of the other topics um, like Kathy, what do you look for whenever you see a miniature game? Are to play? Are you looking for what exactly?
1: So <laughs> it's funny because I don't I don't run any games. I never have yet. I suppose it's possible sometime in the future. But anyways, since I don't run the games. Um I haven't had to pay attention to as much of the minutia of the mechanics as people who run games. So it hasn't really been the mechanics haven't really been a, a, an important thing for me. For me, for a game, it's it's really just about the the socialization and, uh, you know, does it have cool uh, racial types? Or, you know, player character types, archetypes. Um, are there interesting ones? Are there unusual ones? I remember two games stand out for me as ones that had unusual and interesting uh, player character options, and that was Earth Dawn. And uh, what was the, uh, the, the, El- the, what's his face? Now oh, I can't think of the name. Oh, it's been so long since I've seen it. It's the one based on uh, Elric.
0: Elric of Melbourne? Stormbringer?
1: Yes. The, yeah. So there was a million crazy options for characters in that game. And to me, that was that was one of the things that made those worlds really rich and interesting. And it wasn't just the same old elves, dwarves, humans... You know
2: Hobbit slash halflings.
1: yeah, hobbit slash halfling orc whatever you know whether whether it's you know orcs half orcs as player <laughs> characters or not player characters or whatever, but you know, you just see a fantasy game and they just have those basic things that they run out. and like fifth edition has gotten a little more interesting lately because of some of the player character options they've been adding over the last few years. And, uh, which that's the thing that I play because that's the thing that my, my friends are playing right now. Um, I haven't played, I haven't played any other games in forever except for Shadowrun. And you know how I feel about the street samurai. John loves the street samurai. (laughs) I could not get the hang of it.
2: I actually mostly played, uh, mercenaries or physical adepts. So low cyber guys or magic guys who do similar stuff to street samurais, but.
1: There just was so much tiny little stuff to keep track of with that. I just could not.
2: So that actually brings me to do something I look for. So I don't actually get to play games at this point. I don't expect I'll regularly get to play a game anytime soon. I don't. It is what it is. Uh, if I'm playing a game, I look for whatever the fuck someone's running because I don't care. Uh-huh. <laughs> if I've got time and we're going to run the game, fuck's sake, I'm in. Uh, but it has to be in person. I look for it in person because I can't do web. It's just not the same, and I don't, I don't like it. Our technology is not quite there yet. We're like a step away. Um, you know, as soon as we get everything a little better with the, you know, Discord channels and all that, where it's not cutting words off and all, then I'll be in potentially. But, uh, but as for other games, I'm looking for um. Generally, I look for one of two things, and it's going to seem weird to say it this way, but I either look for interesting rules mechanics that look like they'd be fun, cinematic, or you know, cool and enjoyable to use, or I look for a really super cool game world, because if their rules suck, I can just make it in my main game, because that's the thing about the hero system, which I play mostly for superheroes, but I can make anything. I literally have an entire conversion thing to run Robotech in it, because I was bored one month. <laughs> and I put that in there, because why the fuck not, right? I wasn't even playing Robotech at the time. Just bored. Uh, anyways, uh, so I look for, you know, cool worlds. So something like Rifts. Love the worlds of Rifts. Um, you know, would love to could run that in Hero. would be super Rifts cool. That would
1: have been fun. I hadn't that was one I, we played a little bit, but I liked that world. Yeah. Is that the right world me? is Rift great. World? Yes. It's really
2: cool. Yeah, they have a lot of source books they put out. Like they They're A plus of putting out source material. Uh, the other thing I look for is games with cool mechanics, not the same old, same old, not, uh, you know, well, it's D&D, just this. Because it's like, well, for fuck's sake, why am I not playing just D&D? You know? why why am i playing you so something like the genesis system that star wars uses for its role-playing game or genesis itself the core one or um you know just something interesting uh feng shui where it's super simple and super cinematic you know but interesting because you describe all your actions there's not a lot of craziness to go along with it um or i just got um oh god what is
0: it called uh
1: how
0: is it's that not sticking? Is that not resin, Gonzo? It's resin. It's just, it's got very few contact points for some weird reason. That's the reason why I was kind of pushing the glue so I could see where it's contacting. Yeah. Blast. Yeet.
2: Indeed, trash yeet. Um, uh, but uh, Prowlers and Paragons is a superhero one i got. Because most of my superhero is in Champions, uh, which is the hero system, but it is a very complicated system. Some of the people have tried to understand it and don't. Some people just don't even fucking bother.
0: Fair. I was curious uh, about that one, because I saw but that, I, and I was like interested in it. Uh, I mean, I can do anything there. What do you want? I could probably build your character right now. What do you need? No, I was just kind of curious what the system was like and everything, because I've uh, seen it and just never... Don't you, even what, are you going
1: to help us make characters and run a little game for us right now?
0: Are we going to be a... Oh, shit, we're playing
2: games? No, I'm in. Let's go. I'll, for in. You guys, <laughs> I'm in.
1: <laughs> but anyways, yeah, that's what I look for. I look for
2: interesting stuff, you know, because uh, Powers Paragon says has an interesting dice mechanic I liked, and it looked a lot simpler, so I was like... Okay, let me give that a chance because not everyone wants the complexity and crunchiness of uh, of champions, you know. Not everyone can endure the red pen of the GM when they make their character for me, Baneon. (laughs) Um, you know, not you know, uh, like Bowie would play with us. He understood the system well enough, but a lot of it would be like, I want my character to do this. Can you just make me the character? Because it's complicated. I mean, I won't even doubt it's kind. It's not as complicated as you make it out to be. That old joke about calculus and bullshit. No, it doesn't get beyond fucking addition and subtraction. Maybe some multiplication, you jackass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, people like, just hey, need calculus.
0: Do you remember Leon algebra, says? for fuck's
2: sake? What? Sorry? Red pen. Red pen of character creation. That's what I was talking about. Um, so, you know, I wanted something maybe a little easier, it looks like that may fit the bill. Um, I backed another one on Kickstarter, who I don't remember the name off the top of my head. I'm going to try and get the name real quick, because it sounded cool, because they advertised it as a cinematic uh, Tidebreaker, cinematic tabletop RPG. It was cheap. I'm like, well, sure, why not? Why don't I just, uh, you know, jump in and, and back at cinematic RPG? Cinemax, cinematic is what I'm looking for, you know? So that's why Feng Shui gets a lot of action from me. That's why I look at stuff like that, you know, and of that. um,
0: Sorry for the noise.
2: And I look a little bit for uh, source books because, you know, I can play a game off if it's good enough off no source books. I can play the hero system, a GURPS off no source books because you have enough there. You can do what you want. Spoiler, don't play Curbs. It's okay, but it's it's not great. Other spoiler, don't play Palladium Books. That's one of the things I look for also. If it's made by Palladium Books, I don't fucking play it. I will steal their <laughs> system, put another system, but I'm not going to play it. They're not bueno. Nope. And It it sounds really harsh to say it that bluntly. They're one of the few companies I'm like, oh, they made it? No, fuck that.
0: I'm not going to give them any more
2: money. Yeah. So I look for that. I look for simplicity, and I look for... There's a lot of games people will forgive mechanics for, but if you're playing a game, you need to not be having mechanics that get in the way. I'm okay with complicated, but you don't want the mechanics to get in the way or make it harder than it needs to be, which is why I don't play White Wolf games much anymore, because they've updated to be complicated and easier to fail catastrophically than to succeed, which is a terrible thing. But anyways... Uh, you actually so you actually played the best of the Palladium systems, which was Palladium Fantasy Role-Playing Game, which is basically D anD D by any other name. So, but I guess that's sort of my you know go tos for it. You know, I want something want something interesting in the game system, or um, something super easy, or both. You know, I mean, if you're running the game. You know, you could do whatever. Like, at the end of the day, you can do whatever with it ever. I could probably create whatever game you want and whatever system that's half-decent that you like and make it work. But, you know, having the stuff there to back you up initially is why, you know, you go for the big dogs. Like, there's a bunch of smaller fantasy systems like Genesis. Really cool, great, looks like it might be fun for fantasy, but... There's not a lot there. Why wouldn't I just do Pathfinder 2nd Edition or D&D 5th, you know? Yeah. Why are you going to add all this extra work? So, uh, Gonzo, what do you look for?
0: Uh, I, I, I'm with you on this. Um, it's got to be something new and unique. Uh, I've been playing, you know, RPGs for forever. And it, the system has to bring something different. Yeah. Um, and that's the reason why mm-hmm. I kind of chose this because it had something different in it. Still not through with it, so you know I'm not gonna. The world is yeah. unique. The characters are unique. I don't know if the system is well enough for it to be played, but I mean it, it's got a good story and got a, you know it's got a unique thing for it. Um,
2: As I know one of the designers, he's a big RPG
0: guy. I imagine it's playable. Yeah, I just have I haven't got to that part yet. I'm still learning the the races, the world, you know that type of thing. Uh, so i'm just not there yet um because i i like i i'm one of those people that likes to collect rpgs and if i find one i like i keep it forever if i don't i just kind of like give it away or you know trade it in or whatever and like recently i backed uh avatar the last airbender rpg that came out um now i'm a big avatar <laughs> fan i like it um super cheap for a ton of stuff uh, I'm kinda worried because I hopefully they're not getting the vibes of um Palladium and Robotech because they're at like six million funded. Um, uh five
2: point seven, sir.
0: Ooh. 5. So we're close. Almost uh, wow. almost
2: five point eight. Yeah. I'm just trying to see what company it is. I heard some stuff, some word through the uh grapevine about them, but I don't know the company. So Magpie mm-hmm. Games I do not know.
0: Uh, I bought uh, their RPG, their superhero RPG, because it was super cheap. They had, they're running a sale on it. I picked it uh, up. Was it
2: Masks the New Generation?
0: Yes, the okay. Masks whatever I think is what it was. Don't know the yeah, full. It's Masks
2: New Generation. They listed on here. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to see what they've done. See if I've heard them. I've not heard yeah. of them, so I got nothing yeah. there. But honestly, most of those licensed things are so good in background material. They're worth it for that. For example. Yes. I would not play Robotech from Playdeam anymore. I've played a shit ton of it. I would play it in any other system because I can do that. And actually, that's a good. I know. You know. Let's say that for another podcast. You know, we'll, <laughs> we'll do another role playing podcast coming up soon because I got so much I can say on this subject. Jeez.
0: Yeah, but I mean, we I, could I, not
2: get to other games.
0: I like. I've been playing D and D since you know, advanced D and D type thing where you had to color in your dice with crowns so you could see the numbers. You know, that, <laughs> that type of thing. D D, sir. Do what? That was basic D&D. Oh, then I was around basic D&D then. I'm there
1: for that.
0: Yeah. Funny thing is, they were out about the same time. Oh, were they?
2: Technically, 5th edition, 6th edition, because you got to count D&D and advanced D&D as
0: separate things. <laughs> but
1: yeah, technically, yeah. My,
0: my next big one that I played after that was Earthdawn. Uh, and I love Earthdawn. I own even all the stuff from Fossa. Uh, I own the stuff from the new company that is, and I, I love... Earthon is one of my favorite worlds, and I will always run a campaign for earthon anytime I can because I just I love the world so much, and I love the characters, and it is a very unique system, very unique races, unique uh, crunch system, unique dice, everything's really good. It's one of the most unique that I've seen uh, in a long time, uh, that I really, really like, I should say. And so I will I will run an Earth on campaign anytime someone says so because it's just balls great. Uh, the, the, uh, I, it's got to be something oh, this is just a fantasy world with you know, okay. Yeah, all right. No new unique mechanics? Okay. All right.
2: Well, that would be unique as long as they do it right or have something in it that would make it worth playing over the big dogs.
0: Correct. That's what I'm saying. If, if it's just generic Fantasy World One Hundred and One. There's not anything that makes it, you know, unique. Uh, I'm just kind of like, eh.
1: One that I liked that sci-fi that was kind of out of the box was Fading Suns.
0: Yeah,
2: a lot of people like Fading Suns. It was one that I don't think ever got a fair, fair no, chance. It
0: did not. I
1: really enjoyed the uh, the universe of that. It was.
0: It reminded fun. me of like Dune in a way. The way the world yeah. was set up. It did.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I could see that.
0: Uh, I own Fading Suns too. I thought that was a really unique uh, system setting and everything. Uh, Never got around to playing it. Um,
2: No. I've seen it, but I've never played it. Yeah. I think we ended up playing Cyberpunk, uh, Cyber Generation instead when that was an option.
0: But, yeah, it's got to be something more than the generic fantasy world, fantasy elves, fantasy, you know, thing. But it's got to have something. It's got to have some cool mechanic. Or something cool going on with the world, um, or I just you know I just kind of pass it by and don't even worry about it, because um, if I if I want to play a system where it's the fantasy elves and dwarves, I just go straight towards you know D and D fifth edition. They've got all the materials, I got everything I need. I'm not worried about it, type thing. So, I, I'm I'm I'm. It's not like I'm picky. I'm always running. So I mean I think in the last two years I've got to actually play in a campaign and one fell through and this one just started so I'm like kind of happy
2: well the big thing about running a campaign uh, just to finish up the role playing portion of it is that you need system familiarity to run it doesn't matter what the fuck you're running as long as you're familiar with the system you can make it work yeah That's a Weird. Uh, so tabletop miniature games yeah Kathy what do you look for
1: time Somebody <laughs> to play it people to play it with
2: those are all fair comments that I kind of saw coming
1: um yeah
0: so because pre-COVID I've bought
1: into, yeah I've bought into games that I thought would be fun because of you know and again this is about the universe and the uniqueness of models and stuff but or, or, wow, these are really cool and it's Nurgle. Um, <laughs> like like the Gellerpox. But then I end up with no place to play it or nobody to play it with if I have a place. Uh, or no time in which to play it. and And those are my hurdles. So I've Tabletop games ever since the bunker closed, have just kind of fallen by the wayside for me. I have the best intention of playing like Warcry cry with my iron golems. Uh, I, I used to like aeronautica. I don't have the new game because I have no idea when I would play it or who I would play it with, but I really enjoyed the old er- iteration of it. Um, What was the other? Oh, Necromunda. I have uh, Goliath Gangers. I have them painted up, but I don't have anybody to play with. And I don't have any place to play it. So, yeah. That's. (laughs) I have lots of miniatures. I have plenty, like X Wing, I bought into. I was, it was all like in on Rebels and got a bunch of ships and whatnot. And I played it like five times in the game store I was playing it at closed and that was that I haven't played it in a couple of years so Fair yeah, enough. that's that's where I'm at with tabletop games
2: that is the hardest part making sure and that I mean that's safe for everyone having a place to play be it your local game store a club or somebody's house. Um, and having the people to play it with, because honestly, that's number one. But once you've jumped those hurdles that Kathy has, uh, I think you end up in the situation, sort of more of me and Gonzo are in, where we're like, what games do we look at? Um, I look for nowadays uh, low to mid model count. If you have more models than Star Wars Legion, don't expect me to be playing that shit. Like, Age of Sigmar and all is an exception, and I probably won't play that much, but 40k and all, not really interested in getting that many models anymore. I mean, I have armies now that I've gotten no more, like, you know, warm machines, too many models, not really interested. Um, it's got to have solid gameplay and scenario play. It doesn't have to be the greatest, but it has to have both, you know? You can't just get by with, well, play is great. Well, you got those scenarios, so that's not really good. You know, you need to have that. Uh, and it's, it doesn't have to do anything special. It's just got to be solid. You know, we talked about Marshall and I talked about this yesterday. And, uh, you know, we're in on any, any small model count game. We'll look at it be happy to to look at any of those you know one of the guys interested in like a prohibition era miniatures game i'm like you know i would totally look at it i mean if you're talking you know five to ten models who gives a shit right five ten models is
0: fine yeah i mean you're probably what spending 50 bucks or so
2: sure whatever and if you yeah. get to the next level you know the 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 11 to say maybe 50 or so at absolute most then you're really gonna have to sell that, sell that, sell me on that. I don't really want that. Even Legion now is looking daunting with all those models. When I can just paint, you know, a Marvel Crisis Protocol model and change my entire list pretty significantly, you know. And the time it takes for me to paint an entire army for Legion, I can paint up two Malifaux Warbands and a whole new fucking force for Marvel Crisis Protocol. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard to uh, hard to compete with that. You know, something like Warcry would look at if there were people playing it. Uh, so that when we have, the group has to be willing to play it. You know, if our crew's not willing to play it, doesn't matter how much I like it, I'm not going to buy anything. I love Infinity. Infinity's, in that slightly higher? You're generally talking, I've never seen more than 30 models. You're generally going to have 10 to 15. It's fine. But none of the crew's playing it, so it sits it's it's in its figure case for now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, when it comes down to it, you know, if if no one's playing it, you're not gonna you're not gonna get into it unless you can get people into it, and it's really hard to get people into a game nowadays. Yeah, sure, but yeah,
2: but small, so small to mid model count. Jesus Christ, really, <laughs> Cookie? Are you stealing? Tra- are you stealing Trash's uh, thing of uh, of trolling? Yes, yes, I've tried BattleTech. <laughs> I've played BattleTech a time or two. Um. Yeah, so that trash sounds good. Rangers of, uh, of Shadow Deeps, so i forgotten Psalm, Five Miles or Less, sounds great. Um, you know, it's all all that's worth worth looking at. Like, everything that, uh, what the hell are they called? Osprey's putting out. They're just putting out rules. Any models you want, they all seem small level. Worth looking at if the crew's interested, you know? If not, what the heck's the point, you know? Like, I got Age of Sigmar... I am probably the only one in our greater crew that really is going to play just Sigmar. Banion might just because I am, but he didn't really want to necessarily. He isn't the a list he likes. Bowie not going to do it. Marshall's uninterested.
1: Not, not brush. Chad Banyan, Dave. Ogres.
2: Not not brush. Chad Dave has. will just play the corn he plays for everything that he's had painted and keeps for forever. Uh, you know, no nickname. Frank is not interested. So I mean. At that point, why am I even looking at the game? I'm really looking at the of uh, the extended crew. Oh, Bowie the Shade, damn. <laughs> so, so, Age of Sigmar is a perfectly fun game. It's not great, but it's fine and it's fun. And I've got stuff I like, and it's even relatively low model count because it's it's trogs. But you know, I. There are other things besides it, but I only have a handful of friends who are interested in playing it.
1: Good night, <laughs> Um,
2: But you know, it's just not—it's not worth it necessarily, though. So you got to watch that because if it's too many models, do do you I mean God? How many models can we all paint anymore? Right? We don't have a lot of time. Uh, yeah, or excited to give it to a friend. Like honestly, yeah, I want—I I love the storm cast a new box up and didn't buy it because GW shit on the release. Jesus. I need to stop shitting the bed on that. And It looks like they've actually turned that corner, to be fair, with Kill Team. But then again, Kill Team, I talked to the guys. None of them are really interested in it, so goes by the wayside. So we're down to, you yeah. know, Marvel Crisis Protocol because it's great out of the box, it's easy, it's low... Mo- ten models. You can literally paint ten models and be done. You might end up with a little more than that because you might need one out of a two-pack, you know, but... It's not terrible. Still, it's that uh, Malifaux. Same thing. You'll have more models, but at a time, you could literally just come to the table with ten models or so, twelve models, and you'll be fine.
1: Cookie wants to know: Does the Kathy play any mini games? Well, you came in after I talked about uh, mini games and things I like and why I don't play them. <laughs> but uh, so I started out playing Blood Bowl as my first uh, miniatures tabletop miniatures games
2: because she likes to start with the best.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Oh my God. I had so much fun with blood bowl blood and fun. I haven't played it in years. I haven't played the new version at all. Uh, but I always hold a soft spot in my heart for that game. Um, ever yep. since a million years ago when my brother started playing Warhammer fantasy, uh, I actually made a list using his old books back in the long ago. The long ago. (laughs) And I made a corn army. Points wise. I made a list. But then he told me you need miniatures and you have to buy them. And I was like out the fuck. I don't have any money. I'm like a teenager. I don't and and you couldn't, like, just go to the store and get them. You had to mail order them or whatever. And uh, so I never played. But I had a sweet corn list with blood letters and flesh hounds and all that shit. And that was my very first uh, Warhammer experience. And then my friend was running the, the <laughs> game. Yeah,
2: no. That but I didn't actually
1: times. play Warhammer Fantasy Battles until... A thousand years after that. After playing Blood Bowl. And after uh, playing 40k. So I played 40k. I had Dark Angels. I was wanting to play Chaos Space Marines as well. And Demons. Because I've always liked Chaos. Uh, And then... Then I won in a raffle. A Beastman army. That was painted.
2: So you played Beastmen.
1: So I, I played Beastmen, but it was really weird being a miniature painter and playing with somebody else's painted minis. Ooh, and people yeah. would come up and they would ask me, oh, did you paint these? And I'm like, no. No, uh, my stuff's
2: so much better than this.
1: No, this is not a representation of my painting. <laughs> so then I felt like I just need to sell these off to somebody else and- and get my own army and I ended up playing, uh, ogre kingdoms because ogre I had kingdoms. this ogre model and I wanted to paint it for games day for golden demons. And, uh, and it was the Arabi man eater that I painted. And I wanted to know, cause he had these huge arms. What kind of tattoos should I put on him? So I borrowed the ogre codex or you know, army book, whatever they call it in fantasy, and uh, and I started reading the fluff about it, and I fell in love with ogres. I was like, wait a minute, they're always hungry, so am I. First I story, get Kathy, into this. That's
2: that's the only man eater I have left.
1: The Great Maw.
2: The Great Maw. Oh
1: my God! Look, yeah, I have. Cool. Hold on, let me just let me just show you a thing that's behind me right now this is my TJ here's my models in this case that I painted
2: of course (laughs) you painted the figure case because she's Kathy (laughs) Uh, of course it looks like the great mom because she's Kathy
1: that's uh, part of my ogres yeah and Uh, uh, yeah so I, I enjoyed the hell out of playing ogres uh even though i didn't get a ton of games in and then the bunker closed and i haven't played in years
2: and then the dark times fell (laughs)
1: and then the dark times fell and the world exploded and was destroyed utterly and uh, we're not quite there yet
2: but yeah i mean we're on that track
1: the world was destroyed utterly I couldn't believe it when I heard the news. Someone actually, I was at a convention working uh, for a t-shirt company and somebody messaged me. They're like, did you hear the news? (laughs) Like it's 6.30 in the morning and I'm getting ready for work. Did you hear the news about fantasy?
2: (laughs) Oh, was that when they announced Age of Sigmar?
1: It was when the yeah, when they when when they were like the old world no longer exists, it was destroyed and blah 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 and then this and then I was he was sending me excerpts from the rules because all that all there was out there was excerpts at that point and I was like, Oh my god And uh but now now they have they have ogres in Age of Sigmar and I feel like I should figure it out. And and have round bases for my square base guys. I know uh, it says you're not you don't have to change it, but aesthetically.
2: To be fair, except in Blood Bowl, I really like round bases better.
1: I prefer round bases absolutely.
2: In but Blood Bowl, I, I like square bases because you got to knock them down so they're knocked down, and then face down to show they're stunned. Yeah. I can see that. And they're placed in squares. It's Everyone looked at me like I was weird. They're like, all right, John, that actually makes sense. It I'll only give you a pass. makes
1: sense. Exactly, John. Totally makes sense there. However. Yes. I have all these square-based ogres, and the bases are incredibly customized and well, already painted.
2: I want to keep them. It's all good.
1: So, so I'm not, uh, yeah, I'm not... All I want to do is like just glue my square bases onto some round bases.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Or just say fuck it and it's all good. It's all good. Why
1: the fuck not?
2: Yeah, it's all good.
0: Gonzo, what do you look for in a mini's game? Um, You know, if if you would have told me, asked me about five years ago, six years ago, uh, my number one thing would have been very clean, crisp rules, but now it's i'm I'm like with you give me a low model count i cannot see myself buying like i i love war machine hordes don't get me wrong i love it it's one of my favorite miniature games uh i like the complexity of it i like the rules so on and so forth but i i don't know if i could get into another big game like that um you know big model count uh type thing yeah and that's the thing. Uh, There's nothing wrong with people buying a whole bunch of stuff, but me personally, uh, I like like Armada. Ten ships. Done. I will get a little bit of flyers. And then, you know, maybe a certain things here. Um Heavy Gear, ten models. Um Marvel crisis Protocol, ten models. Um Battletech, seven or eight models, you know what I'm saying? I cannot God, see. God, I hope you're not playing like with seven or eight models. You got all day. You know, but you understand what I'm saying. It, yeah, it's only like it, It's it's like ten and less. Um,
2: that was called a joke, everyone. Just so yeah. you can tell. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, I can't. I can't see myself getting into uh, I, a game, or I don't even see anybody making a game that would have 40k amount of models, Age of Sigmar amount of models anymore. It's just. And I found. The it's super too secret, much. Gonzo. You can get around not-so-tight rules
2: by having quote-unquote tight players. Correct. You're playing uh, it with the right people. It doesn't matter how tight the rules are because you're both on the same page.
0: Yeah, it would just have to... Everything has to be pretty solid. Uh, model count-wise, I, I got rid of my Legion because one week had nobody here playing it. Um, Star Wars Legion, of course, what I mean. And that was it. We had nobody here playing it anymore. And I'm like, I can't see myself buying into a game that big model count. Like uh, Melipho, I guess Malifaux going through a little twist and turn right now. The burning something or other. Um, no, not really.
2: It's just, they're coming out with alternate rules for masters. So you might have multiple ways to play masters
0: because oh, it's I just a cool idea. saw that. I just saw that. And I was like, okay, uh, nobody around here plays it, but I'm like, okay, cool. Um, I was, another one which is um oh my gosh whatever that model was that that game was that had the stones um that I showed Kathy um the models for oh crap now it's going to bug the crap out of me um that gobliny one that yes. had the and
2: stuff? yeah,
0: yeah I, don't, um, I don't remember the name of it uh, moonstone moonstone oh, yeah
1: yeah yeah the models
0: oh, are fair. amazing Gorgeous, gorgeous models. Love it. The rules are uh, interesting. It's got it's got a different take. Kind of goes in a Malifaux type way, Um, but nobody plays it. So I mean,
1: yeah, I have friends in Europe who play it because it's a European game, and I'm not surprised it hasn't gained in popularity here in the states because there haven't been any conventions where they can run demos and and introduce the game to people and distributors and all that stuff. Yeah. But there's the people I know who play it in Europe love the shit out of it.
0: Oh yeah. So,
2: so, so trash, we don't look into the, the smaller games just because they don't have the same presence. So we don't hear about them when we do, we absolutely look into them and maybe play them, but it's hard to get others into it. You know, at the end of the day, I can grab my age of Sigma crap, go into a store and I can get a game with any fool. I got a fair chance to get in a Malifaux game. I got a good chance to get in a Marvel Crisis Protocol game, you know. But when you come in with Moonstone or Relic Blade or Bushido, if you like what they bring, you're you're rolling the dice if you can get a game in. So, yeah.
0: and it's you also... You've got to set here, those like, games up.
2: Yeah. And and you got to get people interested. Like, me liking it doesn't help if the crew doesn't like it. Like, I could probably get them into certain games, but it's hit or miss. So, it's... It's unfortunate that's that way, but it is the way it is.
0: Well, the thing um, is, is you also even if you get your friends into a alternate game, it's gotta be a cheap alternate game. It couldn't be like, hey, we're gonna do. Oh, we've we're playing forty k. Well, let's get everybody buy an Age of Sigmar army too. And you're like, oh, wait well, a that might be the
2: that's the one slight issue with conquests. Is it's a hard sell. Yeah it's one of the few higher on the higher end model count games I would think about because I like the models. I like the idea of it and I like that it's a smaller company. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: But it also, it's like one of those companies that it's one of those games that are smaller and people haven't heard of and don't get all, all into it. Cause it's got, it's got good rules. It's got, it's got great models. Oh my gosh. Their models are I think amazing.
1: There's several games that one included uh, Moonstone and Conquest And some of the other ones that have come out, it came out like towards the, in 19, uh, 2019 and 20, and then they were all planning to go to conventions in 2020 to, to do demos and sell their shit. I (laughs) mean, 2020 was like, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. And 2021 has not been any better. Uh, you know, and, and I remember, Marvel Crisis Protocol, playing the demo of that at Gen Con in 2019. Yeah, it was 2019, was... and yeah. it was a brand new game, and they were all set to 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 be doing demos, you know, all over for the next year and everything, and couldn't do that. And I mean, because that one's based here in the U.S.
0: It and big, Fantasy
1: big Flight big Games yeah. is part of Asmodee North America, which is part of Asmodee, which is the biggest game company specific in the world not counting hasbro um
2: hasbro's not a game company they're a toy company
1: yeah exactly so that's why i'm not counting them but anyways this is why marvel prices protocol is is all over i hear all about it from all kinds of people it's i had a blast playing it it's a fantastic game it's got fantastic models um and it's totally understandable why people love it. But these games from Europe, it's a lot harder <laughs> to, yes. uh, for, for them to come over here and introduce their new stuff. So it's really not surprising that that over the last couple of years, we haven't heard as much about those or had a chance to play them at all.
0: Yeah, because there's... There, and the thing is, is they're not bad games. Miniatures are not bad. I mean, everything looks solid. It's just... I wouldn't say that we're in a flooded market of games, but it's very hard to pull people. Oh, we
2: are, because the games that are here have such are so entrenched.
0: Uh, That's probably better word. It's hard to break
2: in. Yeah, I mean, even something like Judgment. You know, big deal, big people backing it. I'm not sure that game is going to take off the way they want, because you're in a tough market. You got to really bring it in a game nowadays to get noticed. The, the ones that have been here for a while are lucky they got their fan base, the Malifos, the Infinities that are still here, you know. But other than that, you got to fight the big dogs. You got to fight the Star Wars leech and the Marvel Crisis Protocol, the 40K, the Age of Sigmar. You got to, it's tooth and nail. And then once you've gotten past that to get a little bit of a thing, you got to fight past the secondary market of games, you know. Frostgrave and fucking, you know, all those things. There's a ton of games out there. There's a guy locally making a game called This Is Not A Test. I didn't get a chance to play it because they never really got a chance to fucking put it out there, you know? So we'll see.
0: Yeah, there's just a lot. I mean, because that's what people are. A lot of people are afraid to try out new games anyway because of. Because money. Yeah, because you can't. I mean. So luckily, the good thing about
2: smaller model count games is that let's say you try Marvel Crisis Protocol, you bought the box set, you put the guys together, you paint them, you're down out a hundred bucks, not horrific. But people have the bad taste in their mouths from trying, you know, 40k back in the day. Getting into 40k is not a cheap thing, and no. it and it people are gun shy because of that.
0: Especially now, I mean, yeah. I couldn't I couldn't imagine. There's reason why some people are, are afraid to try certain games like 40K, Age of Sigmar, War Machine, and Hordes because it's a huge investment-wise. Now, and I want to
2: note that I'm, we're not talking about BattleTech, and there's a specific reason for that because BattleTech that, that is not a miniatures game. BattleTech is a board game. Absolutely is. You and could the miniatures play it.
1: Are just game pieces.
2: Yep. You could play it as a miniatures games. There have been rules for that, but it is not inherently set up like that. Though I hope when they, as they keep going, they will put those rules back out because the miniature rules are interesting because it gives you a lot more, a lot more interesting gameplay. Rather than having to move hexes, having inches, you can do partial inches. Suddenly you've got a little more, I'm going to stop right here. You know, there's a lot more interesting stuff. I've seen some cool maps for it.
1: Um, are your legs so. falling off on that guy, Gonzo?
0: Yeah, because he probably should have done them first for put the torso on the bottom. Yeah, I realized that. I thought the sockets.
1: Why don't you just put him down upside down, and then there won't be any pressure on his legs? There,
0: there is it. They're pretty solid. Uh, it, it's solid right here. My dog's going crazy. They must be wrestling. Um, it's just we're interesting positioning. On some. Yeah, but it was, uh, okay.
2: original BattleTech that was a big thing. They keep, BattleTech had the the miniatures for the mechs, we would turn them inside out and write what miniature they are and do a front and back uh, just because we <laughs> needed it. Oh, yeah. And then we started getting models, but you didn't always have the right model. All right. So this model is actually the such and such, and this model is the such and such, because, I mean, you didn't have them all back in the day. Jesus.
0: Oh, it was. I remember it was impossible to try to find certain
2: models. Nowadays, you'd want to wait for them to come out, but they don't have everything out. But we'll see. I mean, Battletech is a comeback. It sort of spurned... Uh, spurred on Gonzo's decision on this because there's a lot of 40k players who say they're going to go into Battletech in which case they say good luck you're going to love the fluff you are probably not going to like gameplay because it's not the same as 40k in any way shape or form because it's not sorry you should look at Star Wars Legion instead really should if you were the closest competitor to 40k as far as everything Legion's the closest
0: Yeah, uh, also so trash, afraid of that.
2: You, you would like to look at the Alpha Strike rules. They are much... It's not going to be 45 minutes. You're never going to play any miniatures game in 45 minutes. Just put that out of your head. Unless uh, it's
1: Warcry. Done it.
2: I mean, so you're not going to play any real miniatures game. <laughs> <really think. laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. You're not going to play any... Uh, any uh, Most miniature <laughs> games in that. Some of the gangs I will... Yes, because I played Necromunda games in that, in that uh, time, but very few. And actually, it, it kind of worries me. You could play Warcry in 45 minutes. But anyways. um, I've had some Malpho games in 45 minutes. Yeah, they weren't fun, though, I can tell you that. Um but anyways, yeah, so... But if you're interested, Alpha Strike is the rules for Battletech that's supposed to be. is the much more easier rules and not as... Uh, not as much... A, Crunchy, not as crunchy, not as record-keepy as the full Battletech rules. Yeah, it, it's like Battletech Lite. Yeah, but it's made for playing larger number of mechs and making it easier.
1: I haven't played Malifaux in so long. that's like, what was it, the the first, when second edition debuted at Gen Con is the last time I played Malifaux.
0: I tried to do a demo at Adepticon one year, but the guy doing the demo was horrible. And I was like, oh, no. is a tough game to demo, not going to
1: lie. It is, it is. I remember going to the Wandering Dragon, the game store, that's about 45 minutes or so from my house. And they had Malifaux Thursday night there for a while. And there was a guy who... There was a guy who was doing demos. He was like one of the... What do they call the Malifaux? The people who'd volunteer and henchmen. henchmen. Oh, yeah. And uh, he he just... Basically, he had all the factions, all the crews, and just handed me one, and he played another one, and he just explained the whole way through. A game and it was super fun and he was really good about it and uh, and then there was another guy who basically lent me a uh, uh, justice lady J crew the death ah,
0: blood and,
1: force trouble well you know that's what I like hey. Um,
2: Lady so crew how did he know?
1: That's the question. How did he know? So he just he lent me this crew for an indeterminate amount of time. Uh, so that I could play the game whenever. Mm-hmm. Which is extremely nice. And I had only just met this person, you know? And so I painted his Lady J for him because of that. And uh, not I didn't tell him, I just I was like well, this isn't painted, so I'm just gonna paint this for him. He could always paint over it, I guess. Uh,
2: paint over a Kathy Wapple job? Fuck, <laughs> that's hardcore.
1: I just wanted to thank him for lending no, no, me these models, you know. That's super cool.
2: I, I do find it funny that you had that they had Malinfo on Thursday night, the same night. Every place I've gone, most of the places I've gone to have had it. Random, maybe, but anyway.
1: maybe there's reason for it. I don't know, but... No. So
2: yes, to sum up for Miniature Games, you're looking for a place to play, people to play with, Kathy. Then uh, model count is a big one nowadays. Rules less so. I can get by shitty rules with having great people. And then just interesting models and, you know, not being made by a game workshop. hey it's not really true. Actually, I'd love to play some games for games, but there's th- there are other things that go in there. Like we talked uh, Mo and I talked about um, Adeptus the psychanicus and and even uh, not no nickname Frank and I talked about it. The price tag was too much for us. Like, stop and think about this. I spend money on miniature uh, the fucking toys behind me. <laughs> it was too expensive
0: for me. Thanks for the follow, Tristan. Thirstix.
2: So there you go. Um how motherfucker, really Bowie? Really? (laughs) Tactical rocks. Zero tactical rocks in those models, Bowie. (laughs) Fucker.
0: Anyways. You you know what's funny is I got into Necromunda and we were doing a Necromunda campaign and we were all playing and stuff and it just kind of died because eventually like one team started getting a little bit more powerful and it was just beating everybody up and it was just nosedive. And I love Necromunda. I love Necromunda a lot. I think it's great. I love the armor uh, you know, XP gathering, you know, guys getting uh, I, better type stuff. I haven't
2: played new Necromunda. I loved old Necromunda. I ran a very long standing campaign at the Glen Burnie bottle bunker, for anyone who would show up on Friday nights. Uh we'd play during the week a little bit after work because most of us worked there. Anyone who showed up was welcome. And then on Fridays I would get whoever was there and I would make some sort of stupid scenario for them to play in just because I could. You know, so there's a lot of stuff you can do there. Um that's a great one. I would would like to see the resurgence of the the Necromunda, Mordheim-style game. I know Frostgrave is theoretically like that, but uh, I can't convince Elmar to play Frostgrave. I forget the reason why. But
0: Frostgrave is pretty good. Uh, I like it.
2: I have the Kings of War version.
0: Vanguard?
2: Vanguard. Yeah. Vanguard. I have that because I bought the book. It was half-price. Like, I cannot pass up a half-price miniature game book. And it seems <laughs> good, but again, getting people to play it.
0: Yeah, because I mean, it, it's really hard to do that nowadays, especially when your people are entrenched in their own games. Well, we don't have so much time anymore. I mean, COVID has
2: real made us realize how little time we have. Sometimes, you know, for the most part. And honestly, it's you know, if you've only got, let's say, you've only got a weekend, you got two games a week. What are you gonna play? You know, it's hard. Like. And as, you know, you can't go to the game store every night right now because it's not still not really feasible. Like, maybe... I think we revisit this topic after COVID's done and maybe see how things have changed. Oh, really, Cookie? Curve City? Yeah, Curve City. Good call.
1: <laughs>
2: I'd rather play Blackstone Fortress. What, what was that?
0: So I'd rather play Blackstone Fortress. I was trying to make a joke. I mean... <laughs> That was one of the things where it was like, oh, this is going to be so cool, so fun, and... Don't they shot
2: wrong. themselves directly in the face. <laughs> like, it's impressive how terribly they missed the mark.
0: Yeah, that one went pretty bad. Yeah. It, and disappeared quite quickly. Yeah. The only I mean, models we, are cool. Oh, yeah. The only thing I've seen played lately of their other games is Blood Bowl. And it's, it's because we've got a pretty big Blood Bowl group here that are willing to do... Because they set up, you know, a league. League is the way to play Blood Bowl. Like, you don't play Blood Bowl one-off games. You play league a
1: league. League is the best.
2: Yeah. Because that's, that's where the fun is. I've that's won many, you many of Blood
1: games. You develop a theme and a name for your team. You name all your guys on your roster.
2: And you, you keep your... You keep your stuff because, like, next season, someone's like, "I want to challenge the champs or whatever," uh-huh. and you're like, "All right, motherfucker, come bring it."
1: Every game, you're earning star player points. You get to spend to build your team up, yep. to build your, you know, your players up, individual players and stuff, and give them bonuses that carry over all the way through the season and into the next season, and. You know, you end up with rivalries with some of the other, you know, coaches and stuff. And it's just, it gets to be a lot of fun.
2: Yeah. I mean, the one time someone did that to me and challenged the champs, which was my humans, uh, that game was seven to zero. And I apologize for it not being eight zero, but I had to play offense once. Every other one was defensive scores. Sorry.
1: I Anyways. loved my Chaos team, and then I started playing Nurgle, the <laughs> Nurgle team, which is terrible. I also love uh, my
2: Chaos team. I just got sick of five agility Chaos Warriors. I had two of them. It is the stupidest thing. <laughs> oh, i got to pick up this ball in somebody's tackle zone.
1: That's two the plus. thing. Uh, wait, five <laughs> oh agility? Because Chaos yes. Warriors start out with, like, two agility. With a three. Black I York thought travel. the, I mean, the Beastmen...
2: Well, they were all three. That's why the Chaos Warriors are so expensive, because they are just You know better.
1: what? I'm thinking of my Nurgle team. They're similar, yeah. but different.
2: You know? Yeah, similar, but different. So, so, yes, I got two agility upgrades on two different Chaos Warriors.
1: <laughs> that's pretty amazing.
2: It was because pretty amazing. you
1: did, like, special doubles for that, don't you? Eleven.
2: Eleven yeah. for, uh, for agility. So I rolled eleven four fucking times. And before anyone asks, so I do have special dice just for Blood Bowl. Because they know not to roll ones when I don't need ones.
1: Oh, so. goblins are fun. Well, Trash Rama, you're familiar with uh are super The fun. Wapelius Mimes of Moria, right? They call them mimes.
2: Mimes. Oh God, I get you.
1: The goblin team. Oh God.
2: Mimes of Moria. I'm with you.
1: He converted every single model to to be to have a French. Street mime theme. Wow. <laughs> Including the two dedication.
2: trolls. Dedication. I'm uh, dedication. You know, I would say hats off. And my hat's already off, but salute. <laughs> the
1: Oh, Francois and Pierre. Oh. Those are the trolls.
2: I feel bad, Trash. You never won a game. That's, I, the last league we played, we didn't get to the final. We didn't get to play the finals because work went crazy. It was a Games Workshop league. Uh, it was going to be, I believe the next round was me versus Chris Marshall. when uh, He was working there. And uh, that would have been a hell of a game. I'm not even sure that was for the finals. It might have been semi. But uh, I was upset because of the round before I had to play Nicole Shuchuk for uh, that round. And her goddamn Amazon scored a touchdown. I mean, I won. But I had not allowed a touchdown until then. I was so upset. <laughs> Anyways, I think we're in media section. We are in media
0: section. Um, I have, like, Wait, three let me, things. Let me do mine first. None. I'm done. <laughs> Sorry. It was a week. Yeah. Type thing. Uh, so I have, technically, four things I want to talk about, but... Oh, good. <laughs> Is it all on me tonight, I guess? Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah
0: let me know good. when the uninteresting one comes up, because i really, really got to pee. Um, well, I, I, I want to talk about... <laughs> overlight real quick uh um, right. yeah so john's gonna go pee while i talk about overlight Um uh, so i bought the book um and i bought it on a whim because kathy and i had talked about it on gen con stuff and the world is kind of interesting um there is no planet there are layers of planets there's layers of the world aka i'll show you a quick picture this is the world there is no day. There is no night. There is shadows that go over, uh, except for the very top planet. Um, there's an endless sea and an endless space. Um, but everything's connected by the overlight. Everybody has these abilities that are called chromas that, uh, best way to describe it, lets them do super powerful stuff. Um, haven't got really big into it. Uh, the races are kind of weird. There's like two different humans. Um... There's these giant monkeys. Um,
1: Humans are giant monkeys.
0: Uh, no, no, no. I'm talking about giant it's, monkeys. I
1: mean, they are.
0: I'm talking giant monkeys.
1: Like ogre-sized uh, monkeys? Yeah. Okay. Like, this is one
0: of the races. They're kind of like a giant chicken. But they're only about knee-high to a human. <laughs> yeah. Um, Very interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm still going through like the history and stuff. Um there's one that they kind of described that's like Groot they're nature and animal together in one and I'll show you a picture of it when I can find it but like here's like the giant monkeys that's a human next to him, and that's like the giant monkey next to him. they're they're monks by the way Uh there's like some moth creatures <laughs> I was waiting for you on that John <laughs> Um, there's these red skinned humans there's other things like this uh Oh, here's here's the art is kind of weird, because here's one of those races that's like part creature, part plant. Um, it's a tree
1: bunny, a tree fox. It looks like a fennec fox tree.
0: Yeah, um, but I haven't got too much into it. It is fantasy. There's not any steampunk or anything like that. Um, a lot of weird abilities. Um, it uses. Uh, d4s through d12s and like your stat and your skills you add those together and that's the dice you get to use that's about as far as I got so if you're using like your stat is a d6 um the other stuff is you know whatever it, it, it's just kind of weird I haven't got through it yet but I'm, I'm going to get through it because I'm interested in it because i I've always like you know like it says different cool um rpgs um but it's got it's got it's got me at least interested enough to read through the rest of the book uh the story it is earth uh in the very far future so we don't know we don't know the actual timeline or if it's whatever but it is definitely earth because i do mention that it is earth um so i'll give a better review after i get it but that's it's a big book a huge book. They've put out a couple of modules for it already, but no other supplements. Um, this has been about, what, th- two or three years ago? It's like 330 pages. 327 pages of a real book. Mm-hmm. So, I'll get through it. I- I'm interested enough. Um, Kathy, did you have anything?
1: Uh, no. I haven't really,
0: uh... <laughs> Except for I when really I get to Robin I have watched
1: anything Hun. this week. I've been busy. <laughs>
2: Unless she wants to talk about Yes some more.
1: Busy with fun things, and I I don't know that I need to talk about Yes any more than I already have tonight. I
2: mean, I could talk about 38 Specials and it's about the greatest hits
0: of 38 Special. Actually quite good. Um, I did
1: watch,
2: yes.
0: did anybody else watch What If? The, the nope. first episode of What If came out. Um yeah, it's supposed to be good, didn't
2: get a chance to.
1: What If what? Where is it on?
0: It's on Disney+. Disney Plus. Plus. What If is based off of the comic book series of uh, What If blah 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 And this one is What If um, Captain Carter Took the super soldier serum Instead of um, Captain America type thing. Steve, Rogers. Oh, Steve right, Rogers Right
1: right okay yes yes
0: And it, The animation was kind of interesting And a little different It took a little to get used to But the story was good The action was good I'm not going to ruin it because people haven't seen it um, I liked it uh, Captain Carter as Captain America. Put quotes around that because uh, it was really, really good. Uh, there are some scenes, and you're like, "Oh shit!" Ah, yeah, kick his ass type thing. Um, but it definitely was really good. Uh, I'm looking forward to what the next episodes are going to be. Um, but it was, it was, it was solid. I enjoyed it. Animation, like I said, there was something. I was like watching, I was like, uh, what's going, uh, what, okay. And then eventually you, you get used to it and then it, it starts, you know, going through. Um, but I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was really good. Um, like half a space herpes just cause of the animation, but overall really solid. Um, I, I want to see where I definitely want to know where they go with everything from here on out. Um, okay, Kathy, we need to talk about Robin of Sherwood because uh holy crap I mean it, first things first I'm watching it and I'm I'm trying to get into the you know the little prequel before they do the intro music and stuff and I'm like yeah this is holy crap did they just like pull the 80s out and it's just completely 100% 80s and I'm watching it and then the
2: spoiler, music. it was made in the
0: 80s, correct? Yes, yes. Uh, I the mean, 83, it is, it is. On, on BBC and it did not have a large budget. No, you could, I mean, nothing the,
1: on the BBC had a large budget.
0: The synth music for everything, <laughs> type thing, and then the intro music, Robin. But, I'm like, <laughs> Why not? <laughs> um. But it is so much in the 80s and so much, I don't know what to think of this. I, I'm on episode two and the, the, I don't even
2: know yet.
0: <laughs> I know. Cause y'all were telling me about it and I'm like, where is this? This is okay. My sister
2: turned me on to this and I do not regret it at all. It was super, I mean, not granted, a little bit of nostalgia memory, but I recall it being really enjoyable, if a bit odd. It, it, I, it is
1: odd. I remember seeing it once or part of one in the 90s as I was flipping through cable channels in the early 90s. But I didn't ever get a chance to watch the whole thing. And then a friend of mine found it that same link that I shared with you. and uh, And so we've been watching those and watched a couple more of the a couple of the second season episodes today um second season's a little different of course second seasons always are a bit different
2: i'm sure it was in danger of being canceled so they 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 switched things up yeah this is the one where like so when i saw robin hood prince of thieves and they introduced will scarlet i'm like that's not will scarlet (laughs) <laughs>
1: the fuck fucking brother No I, way man. I read Robin Hood I don't know which iteration of Robin Hood it was That I read I read a book of it But the very first Robin Hood experience I ever had And I, I said this last week uh, Was the Errol Flynn Robin Hood And that's what I grew up on I, I'm, I'm sure I watched it a few times Before I ever saw any other Robin Hood Anything And I never saw the Disney cartoon version So Have you
2: still not seen it? No.
1: hello. Now you we have Disney to Plus, so I guess <laughs> yeah, I guess it. I'm gonna have to watch it. It's my favorite.
0: The chase scene is one of my favorite scenes, and the music that goes along with it.
1: <laughs> I haven't seen Men in Tights. I do want to forest. see Men in Tights, but you know what's funny? Uh, there's a i don't think i'll spoil it for gonzo at all if he even makes it to season two uh there is a scene in the one i watched today that has mummers in it and they do this mummer act and it was just like the the friends of mine in minnesota who do mumming and you can google what mummers are and wiki will tell you um but now I know where my friends got the inspiration for their mumming act, and what they would do is they would uh, they would dress up in the uh, in these these cheap ass disguises. It is absolutely safe to Google that. It's just a an ancient British tradition. It's not filthy <laughs> like some other ancient British traditions.
2: Since we will get this, it's not like a <laughs> thing we told people to uh, Google at Marshall's place yesterday.
1: Oh, God. I don't even want to know.
2: It was a Penny Arcade thing, and if you know Penny Arcade Controversial... Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's that one. He's like, is that so... the name to Google? I'm like, no. <laughs> oh, proceed. Sorry. I don't
1: know. I lost my train of thought. That's fine, though. It's, it's... It's Robin Hood. I like it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I'm going to continue. I mean, I, I, I can watch on my phone, you know, break or do whatever. So it's a quick and easy for me. Um, I started watching the new season of Evil. Uh, it's on Paramount Plus now. They shifted it over there. Ooh. But I have, a, I have a Paramount Plus account right now. Uh, so I'm watching it. Evil is a story of three people. One guy is a tech guy that doesn't believe in God or spirits. Uh, the other one is a psychologist that kind of. Uh, she's on the edge and then the third is a priest and of course believes in the demonic and all this stuff. Um, and they try to solve whether it's like, you know, a demonic, you know, kind of like an X-Files type thing, um, and try to solve stuff. I'm really, really liking this show. It is very solid. Uh, the three, the three, the three main characters really play off of each other very, very well. Um, and so it makes it, it makes it well worth it. Um, cause even some of this stuff are like, Oh, this person, you know, cause you really don't know on a, on some of the episodes, whether this is supernatural or not, uh, by how it ends. Uh, and you're okay with that because you're like, yeah, we well, don't care. But it is very interesting to watch these three try to either prove it or debunk it or whatever. So I'm really enjoying it a lot. I think it's a lot of fun. um, They only bring out like an episode a week, so you can't binge watch it. You can only watch, you know, I I binge watched like three episodes, so um, I I am enjoying that a lot. Um, The other thing that I watched, and uh, because it was new season started out, was Titans. Uh, Titans is on uh, HBO HBO Max. Max. Yeah, I was going to say Moby Max for some reason. (laughs) Is on HBO Max. And, um, there's only about, I think there's only like three or four episodes out right now. Um, and this is going, and I don't want to say dark, but this is going in a serious, um, Batman is gone. He has left Gotham and it is, the Titans are now in charge of kind of keep the peace and peace in Gotham. Um, no, not a spoiler, but uh, red hood is now in this. Um, I mean, it's in
2: all the trailers.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Not a spoiler. Um, but it's gotten a bit more serious, less CW. Wait, more... wait, Considering the preview that
2: made me not want to watch it was Dove fucking killing a man, it's gotten more serious?
0: Well, it, like I said, it's not more serious. It's just last season, there was, there was a bit of a CW feel to it. This one, I'm not getting that feel right now. We're only three episodes in so... now.
2: To be fair, it is okay if com- if comic book based shit has a CW ish feel as Correct. long as
0: it doesn't go full CW
2: because comic books have always been quasi soap opera-y. Yes, just can't go full soap opera.
0: Correct. Uh, if you if you deter from the story just to have the romance, then it's you know it's it's an issue, and that's what we mean when we say CW ish. It, it totally forgets everything. It's, it's
2: that 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 family interpersonal drama that is often cliched and or fucking extra as fuck <laughs> obviously i'm not the biggest fan of that if you no. couldn't tell i may watch uh, uh just as a note i may watch titans because l marshall watched it and he doesn't know the titans from fucking any other comic book he's ever read and he's like i found it amusing i'm like well might watch it though me knowing the titans and it was one of my like the Titans was actually my X Men. I was a big Titans fan long before I started reading X Men. So that shit being wrong
0: is just hurts my soul because it seems so fucking wrong. I'd be curious to see what you think because I'm not. I wasn't into the big uh, Titans fan. I, I knew of the Titans, but I wasn't you know big into it. Don't know all the stories, all the characters' backstory and stuff. So it'd be interesting to get your take on it. But I mean, I'm enjoying it. Um, first three episodes were good. It's interesting to see this. Um, the costumes are solid. Um, they don't look you know cheap or anything. They look like they're solidly built. I mean, you have Nightwing, Red Hood, you know, the whole team, and all their costumes look really good. Um, I'm impressed with that. Which DC's been doing really good on their costuming, uh, for their characters lately, especially like the Suicide Squad their costumes have been looking really solid. Um, but yeah, but I
2: mean, let me know what you tell me what you think about it. If you're going to give it a rating or give it a, a preliminary idea, then I want to talk about DC for the remainder of our time.
0: Um, well, uh, there's not going to be anything. Uh, they're not going to be a rating yet. Cause I'll give it a final, but so far I'm enjoying it. I'm liking it better than the first season. um, and I can't say anything because if I say anything, it'll spoil it of the last bit was an oh shit, oh crap type thing that I'm really looking forward to the next episode. Left on a good cliffhanger type thing. Definitely okay. wants me to go for it. So, cool. uh, so DC. DC. Um,
2: man, they, they realize talking about it, they've really shit the bed by not making one continuous universe.
0: I'll agree with you on that.
2: Like, they try to put it all together, but someone brought it up, and even Idris Elba brought it up, is that, so in the Suicide Squad movie, his character was in jail for trying to kill Superman with his kryptonite bullet. Mm -hmm. Boy, wouldn't that have been nice to see? Yeah. First.
0: Yep. And not after.
2: Plus, you got all this stuff, they've done all these seasons of shit they've done on TV that's totally separate. Yeah. And now you got the Titans. That is totally separate, separate. And yeah. now that some people do what they want, there's no idea if they're going to be all together or not. It's just terrible.
0: I don't even know if you could really do that because, of course, we got the new Batman coming out with Robert Pattinson, and I'm it's like,
2: not going to be. It's going to be its own standalone thing. yes yeah. it's, it's. It is the opposite of things like uh, Marvel and like even Fast and Furious. <laughs> I'm using that as a fucking barometer. <laughs> but, like, how do you miss the mark so fucking bad? Like, even making good, solid movies, you know? They've had some solid movies. You've got Wonder Woman. you got Aquaman. Shazam, by all accounts, is good. I haven't seen it yet. Um, Suicide Squad, The Suicide Squad, which is a new one. Everyone agrees is pretty good. I actually like the old one. But then you've got lots of mediocrity and crap. Like, what the fuck are they doing?
0: Yeah, I don't know if they would have done a DC like a DC universe a DCU like you know Marvel did it would have been they can match they uh, have,
2: have technically speaking before Marvel hit stronger properties think about pre Iron Man superhero movies yeah DC good Marvel bad before Iron Man what was the best Marvel movie? It would have there to be one of the Incredible Hulk TV movies, Blade or fucking Daredevil, and think about that for a sentence. <laughs> I had to say that.
0: Blade is probably. I, yeah, I, Blade. I, would Blade. I would say Blade probably would be. But Blade is just barely even that. So no, tricky. I didn't.
1: I didn't I miss lecture at all. I actually liked
2: it. It was not present for lecture, It does not mean Death I missed crash, it.
1: Crash, the best Marvel movie.
2: Yes, best Marvel movie. It's a swirly one with the red and the blue and the white inside. It's so good. (laughs) Um, But so it's like, but, and then, you know, once Iron Man happened, they just rolled with it. Their worst movie is better than the majority of DC movies. And that is either Hulk, the Incredible Hulk, or Thor the Dark World, depending on which you prefer. Uh, They're still better than the majority of DC movies. Yeah, Sam Raimi Spider-Man and versus X-Men helps up, but they don't—they don't even necessarily hold up necessarily as well as you think. Like the X-Men was was enjoyable. X Two is still one of my favorites, but man, that's probably more fair. Let's 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 just bend that for for Bruce says. Until X-Men slash Spider-Man came out, it was DC, and then at that point, you had more parody, and then Marvels just run off of it, and DC's just playing catch up. Yeah. It kind
0: of it, it kind of sticks because I mean I grew up with the Superman movies, you know the Flash TV show. Look, nice I've up. seen
2: Superman the movie in the theaters recently-ish, and it's still fucking great. It <laughs> still gets you. Batman, I'm sure if you watched Michael Keaton's Batman, it would still get you in the theater. Uh, but the rest is just, oof. I don't know. And then you know, get TV, This having, it's not even like Titans are in like the CW-verse. They just, I mean, they made a good play by bringing Supergirl into the CW-verse and you know getting all that together, but I don't know.
0: I don't know. What the fuck are they doing? They would have to almost do a reboot or combine a couple in together, and you're like, mm. but we knew that the Batman movie Holy is a whole shit. separate universe. It would be so hard.
2: Yeah. I agree, Bowie. Well, so they need to keep the executives out of it, but they also need to rein in the directors because the Suicide Squad, its only downside is it's too fucking James Gunn. It is a little too much. We need it here. It's here. Want it here? It's here. It's just a little too fucking much. So interesting to see what they do, if they can do anything. Because Flashpoint is supposed to be one of the movies coming out. It's supposed to sort of be that whole retcon everything because people need to retcon yep Uh, we'll see and just as long as people stop bring back the Snyderverse please stop stop (laughs) it's not good it's not even fucking remotely good stop the color of money
0: with marbles I love the color of money it's a great song
2: (laughs) chew (laughs) bad air clap it's a piece of shit
0: so well, guys, that is our show for tonight. We appreciate everybody coming here. You can also follow Kathy uh, trash-talking with trash mama Rama on their marble championship battle they're going to have next time she's in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's if going now,
1: seen... trash rama The gauntlet <laughs> has been thrown.
2: Live-stream <laughs> marbles. This could be some shit.
1: That's, that's uh, edge-of-your-seat entertainment right there. <laughs>
2: We'll sell you the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge.
1: Yeah. Hey, uh, I will be streaming. Thank you so much for the shout out, Captain Mizzy, for Kathy Wapple. Uh, hey, take a look at Kathy Wapple's stuff over at that link. And Kathy paints miniatures. And, and does reading fun. She does. She does read books out loud. And the chat is welcome to participate. Uh, in the running commentary uh, I hope you don't read
2: books to yourself because that would not be nearly as interesting on Twitch
1: you're right it probably would not be I'd be reading it out loud Uh, the first one I'm reading which is this Tuesday just two days from now uh, it is a Conan the Barbarian story that appeared in Weird Tales magazine it is by Robert E. Howard who wrote all the Conan novels and I will be doing Conan's voice in my best Arnold Schwarzenegger impersonation. And all of the characters that appear in the story, will, their names will be changed to the names of people in the chat. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's, I'm not even painting miniatures on my very first stream on my own channel. I am reading and we're just going to be nerds about you it. you got to set
2: the bar properly, which is up here.
1: <laughs> and then the next day We'll be back to painting The uh, the elf paladins That I'm working on So hopefully uh, I see Some people in the chat Come yep. by and Say hi And make me feel like I'm not just talking To myself or reading to myself
2: uh, I know what that feels like Speaking of which I'll be streaming <laughs> MechWarrior online uh, Probably Monday, Tuesday And Thursday, maybe Friday And of course Sunday morning we will have to see how things go. I have a buddy who, no nickname Frank, who's back in town. He doesn't have a house yet. He's living in a hotel, so we often have dinner. And I'm not always sure I can make it home in time to stream. So we'll see what happens. Guaranteed Monday, probably Tuesday, Thursday, maybe Friday. Friday is also becoming a little too tryhardy, and I may not play on Friday because fuck those people.
0: And we'll Just so you know that I will be coming on and doing some streaming on a couple of what. Days. And I will either be, A, working on some models painting. Uh, it'll be a later stream. Won't be the, the time that Kathy's streaming. But it'll be a later time of the night. And I decided I'm going to start working on my Gunpla and do some Gunpla streams.
1: Gunpla. Oh, everyone, that's
2: interesting. looks like we might have a uh, Gonzo and John Jamaican stick fight for streaming times.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Someone oh, hear I've the seen the fight that music. stick fight.
0: Except for I will not be streaming on Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday, so I have Wednesday and Friday. We
1: both started doing that music.
2: I mean, we said fight music.
1: There's no other fight music. Yeah, there is is no no other fight music. Shit,
2: that's what it is.
0: So, but yeah, I I decided that if on some days I'm probably it'll probably be like a Wednesday. Friday type thing. Since Tell you, know you what, you can have Wednesday and Friday. I will not be streaming on Friday, everyone. Yeah, but it, it'll be it'll be late. At, it'll be later at night type thing, or like six to eight or something like that. Um, or and I don't know which flights. one I'm doing. It may work on some models. It may work on some gunpla. No. no I have plenty of. I have one, two, three, four gunpla to work on. And hey, a yeah. bright gold one that I want to do too. So that one's Ooh, gonna yes. be. Oh cool. yes. That one I'm I want to do. I
1: have one. Gunpla that I have not put together.
2: I have like five in my shopping cart or wish list on
1: Amazon. (laughs) I have have one that I did put together. This is my this is my very first uh, gun Gundam.
0: So, let's figure out. It won't be for a little bit. uh, School week and everything starting, but it'll it'll be probably a couple of weeks before I do that. Well, guys, we appreciate you listening, watching, and all this other stuff. Um, Make sure you check us out. Um, Please take care of yourself. Please wear a mask. Excuse me, if you haven't got the vaccine, go get it. Um, Take care of yourself. We'll be sending you to the Pyro Club. I'm John. (laughs) And I'm Gonzo. Good night. Good night.
1: I'm afraid. Are we, are we done? No. Are we done yet? Are we done now? How about now? Now? Now?